Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith. Today's episode is sponsored by Big Ben Dessert. Today we have another very special guest with us today. Two-time state champion. Uh, uh, just a well, all-around, all-American player. Um, professional player overseas as well. And one of the big dogs, man. One of the, one of the legends of South Carolina. A lot of people know his game. Um, Mr. Arizona Reed, but most people call him AZ. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How you, man? Oh, I can't complain. I can't complain at all. So, like I was telling you before we started, man, <coughs> when uh, I was, I'm in a group. I don't know if you're in it. Uh, it's in, on on Facebook. It's like a South Carolina sports, and they always just talk about yeah, football I see that. I see and basketball that. Yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, 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 I see that. And they talk about some of the best teams to come through the, through the state, some of the best players, and they're just like, man, AZ. They always say AZ and Sydney. Yeah. It's that one-two duo might be the best ever. So once I um, told people you were coming on, like I was saying, they people were just saying, He's one of the big dogs right here. No. So, like, we definitely want to. Like, man, I definitely want to hear what he got to say. But you know, like, for, so for people watching though, um, and for you, like, when you hear people, you know, mention you as like one of the best players, being on one of the best teams, one of the best athletes all around to come through the state of South Carolina. How does that make you feel? Man, that's an honor. Like, it's unbelievable for people to put me on that pedestal like that. Uh, put a lot of work in it, you know, but. Just hear people to compare like everybody to everybody to one A, two A, three A, four A. It's a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, at thirty seven, you still hear your name ringing. Yeah, like you twenty two. So that's right. that's a great feeling. Yeah. Color. So like, what I like about the group is, you know, it's 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 all fun and you know it's about debates and you know it's like it's it's hard because you know guys play in different eras or whatever. Right. But you know, just to hear like older guys, you know mention your name or they bring in even some of the younger guys but you know like I said when when they talk about some of the best like your name is always in that conversation like man you don't leave our AZ now they, I'm gonna be the junkyard dog man I like to be the you know that's that's how I play I'm gonna come out with that whatever attitude let's get active you know right right that's just how I play ain't nothing changed I'm still gonna be the same till I can't do it no more I'm gonna be AZ. AZ. Yeah. So let's 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 get into your story with it now. So for people watching, of course, a lot of them already know that you're born and raised in Gaffney. In Gaffney. So talk talk a little bit about like how your childhood was growing up. Like what was it like for you? Childhood, you know, mom and pops didn't have much. You know, typical mm-hmm. uh, black American family. Uh, small household income, not much money, but we did what we did. What we had to do. We did the best we could. You know, I think. Going through what we went through, I'm sure you can speak for yourself. So can speak for yourself. Like, like it helps us as a man, like as a man today for our kids. Motivation mm-hmm. to to be better, to have better, to to just have a better understanding of life. Like like I say, one thing I wish we knew more of is credit. Instead exactly. of everybody pushing school, like teach us the what we really need. You know, not just get your education. Like that's that's important too. But absolutely, we need to know beyond. Like, like the other, like the Caucasian people, they they have that access. Their parents teach them about credit scores, about everything, you know, stuff that we don't, we not, our parents don't teach us because they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, I'm happy that people like yourself got your got your son here, teaching them the values, you know, of life early, something mm-hmm. that we didn't have, but. Absolutely. Like I always say, we can't fault our parents for what they didn't That's know. That's right. They, just, they didn't know. Basically, they just were kind of like taught yeah. to survive or whatever. So. What kind of messages were were you hear like from your parents like early on? Was it just hey, just make good grades, go to school, and get a great education? Did they speak about money? Because you know a lot of times, a lot of 
African-American families, like, we don't like to talk about money all the time. You ain't got none. You mm-hmm. can't talk about what you ain't got. That's true. I mean, your, your, your parents, I mean, together bringing home $600 a, a week with three kids, I mean, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> Especially, that's that's different, man. Like, like I said, they, they are some tough individuals, mm-hmm. very tough individuals to, to feed three people, well, really five. Yeah. You know, it, it was- it them was, as well. Yeah, yeah you got to feed them also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean- Mom and dad just wanted schoolwork and uh, respect the manners because that could take you a long way. Mm-hmm. And that's something I respect everybody I run into. You know, I give everybody the same respect. I don't look down on nobody. I treat everybody the same. Nobody's better than the next person. For you, was was basketball kind of like a family tradition? Because I know you're Arizona Reed the third, correct? Right. So was that kind of like something that was just passed down from generations? He didn't have, he didn't have the access. You know, he mm-hmm. we, we, he's from Hickory Grove, South Carolina. You know, small country town, population maybe five hundred people. You know, mm-hmm. he have no he didn't have no basketball, nothing. Um I had a cousin, Terrence Smith, who helped me out a lot growing up. Uh I always stayed on me with something like a father figure to me. And he helped me with the basketball part. Mm-hmm. How old would you say you were when you finally you started playing the game of basketball? I started playing when I was I think six. I played for the Salvation Army. Uh shout out to the late Earl Smith. Mm-hmm. This is in Gaffney, South Carolina, uh, Salvation Army. At, I played a little bit at the Girls and Boys Club, but not much. But mainly the Salvation Army at six years old. Was there any other sports that you played growing up, or was it pretty much you just I played focused? football, and I played I played baseball with the Elks. So I was probably the worst player in the league, but I, <laughs> I played oh, bad, you know, go out there and run around, throw bats, throw rocks at people, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you it, know, it helped, it helped, though. So when did you – get to the point where you just focus like solely on basketball like when did you know that was kind of like gonna be your thing I think it was no I know it was my 11th grade year we was playing Rock Hill I, I forgot who my quarterback even Marlon Wisner or Barry Jeffries one of the quarterbacks I'm not sure who it was and I ran a deep slant and I, they threw it very hard and I went to jump uh, there's a guy named Coach Simpson you might know him he played he played at South Carolina he played South Carolina okay, yep I remember him I yep. jumped up I came down, he hit me right here in my damn chin. Mm. Monday morning, I was on the track getting ready for basketball, baby. That was it? That was it. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't had no more, I ain't had no more for you. So you played all the way up to yeah, like, your played, junior yeah, year? I played. I played okay. up to my junior year. Because I, I didn't know, because, you know, a lot of times some guys like to focus solely on that one sport, or some guys, you know, like they like to play both. But, you know, I, Coach, didn't, know, I, I, I didn't know if that was something you kind of let go early on, like even before you got to middle school Nah, Coach, Coach Simpson made that decision for me. <laughs> he said, big fella, that's enough of this. I, I, I took it on to the track. I got, got my basketball shoes. I seen the football players going, hey, you coming to practice? Yeah, I'm coming to practice. But not with y'all. <laughs> I ain't got time for that negativity. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was a good one. So, so this was kind of like middle of the season or something when you just finally just stopped. Third game of the season. Third game. <laughs> boy, my, I mean, he hit me, boy, my chin strap popped off. I said, yeah, look at God. I, 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 by the time I got to the uh, sideline, I would have had my, you know, you take these, I would have had them unbuckled. I knew my, my mom made up. <laughs> that was already it. Over with. Oh, man, that's that's crazy. Over with. Mm. So, for you, you know, looking at your circumstances, did you, did you have, so you had some siblings, correct? Yeah. You were the oldest? Or I'm, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. Okay. Uh, I'm the oldest of what is it, five, six. I'm the oldest of six. Okay. Did you look at you know? I know you play, you play football, basketball, and then you know you said Coach Simpson helped you make that decision. Yeah, yeah. You, shout out, Coach. Did you did you look at football as kind of? I mean, basketball is kind of like your escape from like 
to a reality or just like this is going to be what, you know, gets you to, you know, be able to provide for your family? At the time, man, I, I didn't know because uh, being realistic, I was 6'4 playing the four. Mm-hmm. And at the time, 6'4 playing the four is, you know, no, nobody going to count you in, you know. Mm-hmm. And in today's area, it's been perfect. I mean, right. everybody's six four playing the four now, mm-hmm. so it's different. It's almost like positionless basketball. Right, it don't now. even matter now. But back then, you everybody going for the six nine seven footers, and that's how I ended up at High Point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played well in high school, done my thing, doing what I was supposed to do, but I had no major offer. I don't think I was pushed. Uh, I heard a couple of things was going on with the some stuff with the lettering back in the day, but you know that's a conversation for another day. But mm-hmm. um. I think the size was the main thing that hurt me, and I think that's what drove me the most to really want to be successful and prove everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you look at like was NBA ever like a goal of yours growing up? Because like I said, you played high school football for what to, up to your junior year. Was NFL, NBA? It was any I, day. I mean, NBA, NBA is always the goal, and you know everybody want to. For one, everybody want the big money. Everybody want the fame. Everybody mm-hmm. want the glory. So when you playing a sport, your goal is. To make it to the highest level possible. Example, you. You trying to make it to the highest level possible in your field, right? So you ain't gonna just settle for nothing, right? That's true. So your goal is to shoot for the stars. If you don't you don't reach the stars, you give it all you got. Hey, I gave my best shot. No regrets. Mm-hmm. Who would you say was like your favorite player to to watch or study that game, you know, coming up? Like what player? Oh, Kevin Garnett. I love KG Garnett. Was a dog. I love Garnett. And and, and I you know, Garnett got that bad attitude. Like it's not a bad attitude, but it's the tough attitude. Tough, and, yeah. and I still stick stand on it to this day. And that's how I play. Like at thirty seven, what you see, what you gonna get. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. Handle it. That's how we gonna go. That's how I'm, I'm coming the same way every time. Every time you see me play, I'm gonna give you the same energy every time. I ain't gonna shortchange you. You know Z gonna be tough. We gonna play I'm gonna play it tough. Mm-hmm. Take it how you wanna take it, but you come this way, we're gonna be tough. What year did you did you get to the to the varsity level of playing? Basketball? Oh, I played varsity in ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah, me and Sydney played varsity ninth grade. Both sat the bench. I mean, we used to have skittles and uh, Starburst and our socks because we knew we weren't getting <laughs> in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I kicked off in ninth grade though. I, was, I, I did some things I shouldn't have done. Got kicked off my ninth grade year towards the end of the season. Got kicked off, but you know, it helped me for the next year. To, to regain focus. Mm-hmm. But so that's but that's even a big accomplishment there, just to you know. Make it the varsity of your 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 freshman year right, of high right, school. Right. So clearly, the coaches saw something in both of y'all to where they wanted right. y'all, you know, right. to be on the team. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy they did because it, I mean, it turned out great mm-hmm. with the team we had. With you know, everybody comfortable playing with everybody. Everybody. It was never about ah. It was about we. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared about who got what accolades, who scored the most points. I think that's why we was good. Nobody cared. It was just go, let's go have fun, let's go bust people tail and get on out of there. Mm-hmm. And then was it your sophomore or junior year when you finally you know uh, cracked the starting rotation? I was starting some my ninth grade year at towards oh, the okay. end of the year, but like I said, I made a bad decision to do some things I shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Got kicked off the team, but my, my sophomore year I started right off the bat. I started right off the mm-hmm. bat. And then you know I was I was looking at everything you know. Your your junior year was like the year was like y'all really you know made a lot of noise. Y'all actually went undefeated that year, and that's why I was saying a lot of people you know talk about like you and Sydney was like the one of the best duos to ever come through, um, through Gaffney. Right. Like 
what was that like your junior year for you guys, you know, like to go undefeated? Like talk a little bit about that experience because that doesn't happen too often. It's, like, I mean, it's one thing to, to win the state, but to go undefeated. If you know Gaffney, Gaffney ain't never been known for basketball. I mean, so mm-hmm. at first when we started winning, everybody was like, mm, the, the, the gym started getting packed slowly. Then all of a sudden, sold out crowds. I mean, you come to Gaffney, you know you're just getting beat by 20. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to survive in that crowd. Um, it was – it still seemed fake because how do you win 28 games in a row? That's crazy, yeah. Like, you mean to tell me nobody could beat y'all? Nobody? Like, that's hard. You, you play – I mean, I played, he played, yeah. you play, like, mm-hmm. zero – no no losses? Yeah. So, how do you – like, it was tough, man. Now, now that you say this, I think back, like, how do you stay focused? Mm-hmm. That That's as a, as a child. Mm-hmm. So did y'all ever even really, like – Pay attention to the record or anything, or it was like, man, we just gonna go out here and hoop, and we just gonna smack everybody on the court. Well, it was man, like I think man, Sid had got to a point where there was a couple guys in the area that can mess with us, but it was only one on each team, and you getting hit with two and three people from Gary, like everybody hit you for twenty. I mean, who do you take away? Right. I mean, you try to put somebody on Sid, I'm open, then Dono open, then Sydney back open. You know, it's tough. It's tough. I saw that uh, when y- the year that y'all won the state, when y'all went undefeated, they said that was the first time since 1949. It was almost like 60 years or so before um, did y'all recapture the state title. Did they ever talk about, like, that long of a drought of basketball, like of how long that had been since y'all had won a state championship? No, nah, because basketball won a priority in Gaffney. Mm-hmm. It wasn't It wasn't like, like football. You know, football in Gaffney football. Is, is unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, – you know, it was like when we started killing people, they were like, we got a good basketball team? Like, who? what? We got good basketball players? Like, that that don't even – how is that possible in Gaffney? We don't even make no basketball players. Right. So then you start getting good. And now, like I said, everybody started respecting you. And you're getting uh, a lot of AU looks and all kind of stuff going on. Good Nike camps and just all winning championships mm-hmm. in high school. What was it like? Uh, I got to ask you, you know. Speaking about your in that one-two duo, like I said, people always mention you guys. Like, what was that like? You know, teaming up with—I mean, of course, y'all had an all-around great team, but you know, teaming up with with Sidney Rice. Sid, is special, man. I mean, ain't nothing you can say. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't nothing that he couldn't do. He, for me, he, he he was like a—you know how Scottie Pippen can do everything. Mm-hmm. He does everything, yeah. like. He, he, it ain't one thing you're going to just say, oh, he can do this. No, he's going to do all nine things that's on that paper and do them well. And he was big and athletic, fast. You couldn't match his athleticism. I mean, he was it was, it was tough. Yeah, I saw a highlight. I saw a highlight uh, a couple of days ago. It was like, I, I don't remember the teenage child playing, but the gym was packed. And it was like the guy was going for like a layup or something. And Sidney came. Spumberg, Central and Fuller. That's mm. Bumper Central and Gaffney. And he blocked Central full on the backboard. Yep, and then you came back down yep, and, and hit you. And, and dunked. Yeah, dunk. yeah, yeah. And was, everybody just went It was crazy. crazy it was yeah. crazy, man. Like I say, Rice, Rice was definitely, it was definitely fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely fun Could to you watch. tell, just playing with him, like, could you tell, like, he was going to be – clearly went on to the NFL. He was right. great. But could you tell in that moment, like, Sidney was just like a, a rare breed, like he was just different from everybody else? Like I say, he did everything. You know, when people when people try to say, like when people say rap breed, they they base it off scoring. Like he wasn't just a, a scorer; he did everything. everything, 
I mean, he gonna go with your best guard. He gonna rebound. He gonna pass. He gonna shoot. He gonna get steals. He gonna nice guy. Won't say two words, but he's gonna do everything. For dog, you. I mean, yeah. but he he's definitely definitely different. All time, definitely. all time, great great athlete. Yeah. Was sure. it ever like a? Because because both of you guys were just so great. Was it ever like a time where it's like a. No kind of like ego issue, or anything it was like a like a with the one two punch thing because this is Sidney Rice, right. and of course at the right, same right. time, A. Z. Reed. So you got two of the best guys in the state on the same team. Was it ever something where it was kind of like a collision? But the, the, between me and him, no. But others try to make it where we didn't like each other. People, it, it was close. It was close. It was almost we got at each other a couple of times. But we had to sit down and talk it out, man. Cause other people, man, you gotta know Gaffney. That's right. Gaffney, and I love him. I love where I'm from, but Gaffney gonna do what Gaffney do. They try to, they, they I mean, you gonna get built up. But when me and Rice was on top, winning and all that, they, they said some things about what I'm trying to do to him, what he trying to do to me, this and that. It wasn't the case, man. It's just, I mean, come on, man, we kids. Now that you look back, we kids, man. We don't know about none of that. What they talking about? These are adults assuming things, you know, mm -hmm. but. But you know we work we work past those things and you know we did what we had to do. Mm -hmm. I saw it was something else I saw online was like one of the pictures. Uh, I think it was like your junior year. I think y'all went to play at T.L. Hannah, and it was like you took the, the banner or something, and it was like the police had to come out and you know I guess the fans were getting ready to go crazy right. with each other. I think right. this was the year y'all went undefeated. That's twenty. Right? I mean that was my junior year. Junior year, yep. yeah. Yep. Talk a little bit about that moment. Was it just like that a, was crazy? Cause T.L. Hannah for me was the team to beat. They were tough, really? yeah. They were mm. tough. They were they were like us. They had everything we had. They had the, almost the same exact team that we had. And I, when, I, when I saw them on film, I was like, "Boy, this is gonna be a dog fight." Like they got everything. So, but for us to pull that game out and the crap, man, that was probably the most intense game I played in high school. Till mm. they were man, it was crazy. So after the game, they had a banner. I mean, they had something with my name on. I snatched it off, <laughs> talking, talking crazy. You know, doing, doing what kids do. Right. Yeah. You know, you know how I do. Did the coach say anything to you about like, come on, we need, we can't have us get in the locker room, or, or he's just like, man, that, full of emotion. You gotta understand, they had eight hundred people there, right? To Hannah, we had a thousand. I, I had, I'm up two hundred. <laughs> I got all my people in the stand. Man, what I'm scared of. Let's mm -hmm. go. <laughs> but yeah, it was a man, I was like, this 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 was crazy. Yeah, that, um, was, that, that was ridiculous. Did you ever feel like y'all were, like I say, you know, of course, you know, in the South, football is like the big thing around here. You know, we just It is. Yeah, like it's the the cream of the carp around here. Did you ever feel like y'all were kinda like overlooked because of, you know, how big football was? And of course, like you said, Gavin, it's like it's almost like a yearly thing where Gavin is always competing for state championships. Did it feel like that? Like y'all were still kind of being overlooked? Not after my uh, junior year. Cause you gotta understand, even when we left, they won another one. Mm -hmm. We won three in a row. Three in a row, yeah. So you go from uh, to to a hundred people in the gym to thirty one hundred people in the gym. So that's different. Mm -hmm. And you know, Gabby, we got tough fan base, boy. We tough. Mm -hmm. You lose, you gonna know about it. Yep. Yeah, you hey, you can you can be losing that first quarter. Oh, we got the Cyrus team in the state. Come back in the fourth quarter up twenty, boy, we great. We can we can beat, we can beat the Lakers. That's mm -hmm. just how we are, again. You know, we tough. How was so talk a bit about how how was high school back then for you guys? Like you said, you're it's not like you're just role players. Like you're the, the star players on the team, the go to guys. Like how was high school like 
like the students and teachers like embracing y'all back then with they like with all the success of winning? It was love, man. It, it it was it was great. I mean, looking like I say, looking back, ain't nothing more you could ask for. Mm-hmm. You had to, you had the respect. That was just very important at that mm-hmm. age. You know, you put a little more air in your chest. You know, I don't think we were never cocky. I think we're very confident, though. But mm-hmm. people who don't know us might took it as being cocky. Nah, we were just confident. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't, wasn't no nothing towards nobody. We were just com- very confident. I know you said, you know, like you had some issues that, you know, got you kind of kicked off your, your freshman year, and then you came back and, you know, you, you got on the right path. Did you have guys, like, in the community, because of they saw so much potential in you guys, did they did they kind of, like, encourage you and say, AZ, hey, we, we see something in you. You need to go, you know, stay on the right path. Did you have people like that? Like I say, Terrence Smith, my, my first cousin, more like a father figure to me, he was definitely on my tail. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always in my ear telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing. He was he was strict. He was very strict. He, he thought he was my dad. You know, and I, and I thank him for that. Now, mm-hmm. you know, looking, like I say, looking back as a grown man, now, you need that goddess. You need somebody like that. Every everybody needs somebody like that in that corner to tell you, "Hey man, that ain't right." Mm-hmm. You don't need a bunch of yes men. You need somebody in your corner to tell me, "You know that ain't right." Absolutely, and that's one of the things because you know, being a great player, and sometimes people can see so much potential in you because they don't want you to like cut them off. Sometimes they let, they let, people, yeah, they let it ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even like, even that, even on a professional level, like you see things with John Morant now, like how he's getting in trouble. Maybe like people are afraid to you know tell him what he needs to do right because he's the, he's the bread one. He's got all the money. How old is that? Probably 23, 23's, 24, somewhere around there. When he hit about 28, 29, he could be mad at them same people mm. because come on, man, you can't fault nobody for your actions. That's job fault. Yeah, it's his fault. Yeah. But. The people around you got to be like, hey, man, what, what's going on? Man, you finna mess up 200? That's a lot of man, money on 200? the table. Man, 200? He already I mean, lost some already. That generation of wealth, man, that's for your great-grandkids, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't mess that up. It's already hard enough getting it. Absolutely. Yeah. For you, your senior year, um, you were named Herald Journal Player of the Year. How how was that to, you know, get the, that type of um, accolade? It was great, man. You know, uh, I started to feel like a lot of the work that I put in was paid off. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't care about that really. I, I just wanted to win that championship again. It was a great feeling. I like we like to walk around with them rings on, talking junk to everybody. Yeah. If you ain't got a state championship, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, this picture as well. It was you, Sidney Rice, DJ Moore, Ralph Legs, Trail Fuller. Um, did you keep up with any, everything that was like went on with all the other guys? Because back then, you know, it was pretty much like you had to like look at the newspaper or catch something on the on the news. Because social media isn't was what it is right. now. So did you keep up with what was going on in the area? Yeah, of like course, man. You had teams. some man, like especially the tough teams, man. You had Born Spring, Harvey Bell, Brooks Foster. Yeah, Brooks uh, Foster, yeah. Uh Jay Free, his my junior year. Then you came to Dorman, then you had uh Rafflet, Feimster, man, you had Spompberg with Full and Luke Payne. Mm-hmm. Man, you, it, it was tough. You man. remember all of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember dog fights, man. It wasn't, it wasn't no cakewalks now. Them boys was, they were hard hitters too. I mean, mm-hmm. balls just bounced that way a couple of times, but it could have went either way. They, they were tough too. Like, all due respect, they were tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would you say was like y'all rivalry? Because, you know, when I was at Jonesville. In high school? Yeah, in high Born school. Born in spring. Okay. Man, it's crazy. Me and Harvey just talked on the phone. 
And I never would talk that boy on the phone, man. We hated each other because of basketball. Mm. I'm to my hate it. You know, back then, going to the mall was big. Man, yeah. we, we were trying to fight every weekend <laughs> over basketball, man. You know, they, they, we talking to that girl, they talking they talk to our girls. Did anybody yeah. like that? You, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got one up on me, I'm getting one back up yeah. on you. Over basketball. Yeah. But they competitive, we competitive. You know, now that we grown, we look back and laugh at it. When when I was, when we were growing up, see, I was – see, I graduated in 2010 from Union. But before right. then, you know, I went to Jonesville before they consolidated us. So, for us, like, a rivalry for us was, like, Union, Jonesville, Union. So, then when we get to, to Union, almost like that rivalry sort of became that, that Union right. Gaffney type right, thing. Right, so right, right, right. Like, that was the game everybody looked out look, was looking for. Right. Like you said, Boiling Springs was kind of like that. For me, my for, time, for yeah, it, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was tough, very tough. Just, I just want to name of uh, a couple of these athletes real quick. Um, just football and basketball. So from kind of, it's almost like the early two thousands until like mid two thousand. So you, Sidney Rice, of course, Roscoe Crosby from Union, Brooks Foster, DJ Moore, you know, Trevor Booker from Union. You know, y'all had Rocky McIntosh as well, Prince Miller from Burns. Ben Hall was one of my guys who played football at Burns. Like, when you hear all of these great athletes at that time, did it feel like you played in kind of like a, a golden era of just like so many tough and great athletes in football and in basketball? Man, the, the list you just named ain't nothing but dogs. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of dogs in that list, mm-hmm. boy. Everybody tough. I mean, you ain't, you ain't got not one weak link. I'm thinking of all the names you just said, but everybody got that yeah. work. Like, I mean, man, that's hard. That's hard yeah. to go against, boy. I mean, when we get an easy game, I'd be like, yes. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? I, give me some stats because you know you're playing against them them, them right there. Mm-hmm. You're going to earn every bucket. You're going to earn everything. Everything. They ain't giving nothing. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, that's a tough group you just named. Very tough, man. Very tough. What <clears> it is about Gaffney, though, like I said, it's, it's almost like y'all just – breed athletes like uh year after year like you got guys that are playing at the division one level and going on to to make it to the pros but it's almost like Gaffney is just like just a factory of just like putting athletes and and, and these guys going to to the to the highest level like talk a little bit about that culture of Gaffney and just like sports overall man we ain't got nothing we ain't got nothing down there you ain't got no choice about to play sports growing up what else you got mm-hmm. nothing I mean, we. I love home. I love Gaddy, but we ain't got nothing but sports. So that's what you're gonna turn to. Mm-hmm. You're gonna turn to that sport. I mean, and I can say that's a sports town. It is. So if it's a sports town, you're gonna you're gonna do what you gotta do because you you want you want to feel good. You because in Gaddy they gonna hype you up, but they gonna think you can they gonna have you think you can beat LeBron James one on one. Gaddy don't play with you. Shit, tough mentality. What? Gaddy <laughs> gonna have to put you up there now. You're gonna be high on that pedestal in Gaddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might walk down the street. Oh, that's that's the prodigy right there. He that big thing. Oh, tell me, okay. <laughs> so when you heard that, it kind of like, of course, you were already a great player, but it kind of like helped instill in you, like, okay, it just built your confidence even more when you heard those type of. I companies. think it. I think it helped and hurt you because you like you go like once again you go. Gaffney gonna show you all the love you winning. You this and that. Cool. You all you all Gaffney. You all everything. But you gotta understand. It's more. It's more to the world than Gaffney. Mm-hmm. So you go out there in that world. You got that player that's six nine doing the same thing. Like is he doing a six four? You're like, damn, where this come from? Right. You see, you see these people over here shooting. He had court shots at six ten. He guard. That's guard. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
like a Durant, my, my time Durant, Beasley, all them people like that, man. You, you ain't never seen that. I'm like, hmm? It's tough. Do you remember? You, I went on the field of your, your junior year, your senior year, y'all went 26 and 2. Do you remember the two losses that y'all had? We lost the, North, we lost the uh, Northwestern. But Sean Barnett, Sydney was at Schwanbow. I was suspended, of course. Mm. Stupid. Then we lost to Connor Dockery. Dockery? Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. I, you know what? Kyle Lowry. That, that, video, it's, that video is actually on, uh, on YouTube. I saw mm. it this morning. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted it. It's like a video of like when y'all played them on YouTube. I think Sydney came was it might have been in that game, I believe. But I remember Kyle Lowry uh, was on that team. Kyle Lowry hit the, the, the buzzer beater. Oh, it was a buzzer beater. They beat about, they beat about one or two, something like that. Oh, at the okay. end, I remember he got a steal and hit a and hit a big shot. Yeah, I was about to say because I was wondering. I was like, man, I wonder if you remember those two yep. losses. Yeah, nope. that's what it was. Um, so. When did you start um, getting some offers as far as like you know playing at the next level? Do you, how was that? I had a bunch of small offers, man. Nothing for real. Like mm-hmm. I said, I got bad mouthed by a couple, you know, by some people. You know, uh, not to put nobody out there like that, but right. I got bad mouthed by some people I thought that could help me who didn't. Uh, but I went to Hot Point. I went to UNC Greensboro on an unofficial visit. I had Verbi committed there, and then I went to High Point and Greensboro right beside each other. So I went to High Point after I left Greensboro, and I seen Zai White for Spumper, Zion White. Okay. He was there at High Point in the open gym, and I saw him like, man, I know that guy, man. I used to look up to him, you know, coming coming up. Because Zai was all everything around here, too. So um, I committed to High Point, and uh, they didn't recruit me. I just went there, and... Just got out the mud. Was it ever a school that you had on your list that you really wanted to go to that maybe didn't give you off? I wanted to go to Winthrop for South Carolina, mm-hmm. and, I, and after after the fact, when I when I got good and started killing, that's when I knew like some people actually didn't help me get to that position where I needed to be. But you know, like I say, it's all motivation. Mm-hmm. To this day, still motivation. So when when you finally won that last state championship and uh, you hang it up with Gaffney, um, like what was like your memorable moments from from that time and realizing that that time it came to an end? Man, I, I was crying at the game, man. We was I think we was up by two or three points, and I was sitting at the sub table and uh, I looked at the score, man. I'm like, dang, man, this it? This game about to be over, and I ain't playing with these guys no more. Like right. this is that's it, and I just start crying, dog. It's I'm wanting, and people thought I got kicked in the face or something. I was just emotional, <laughs> like like thinking, like damn, this it, like this this fun like ride is is complete, it's done. Now everybody about to grow their separate ways, and right. and you might not ever see this person again no time soon. So it was just. Do you do you still have like? Any type of relation? Do you still keep in touch with some of the guys on the team? Because, like I said, everybody's grown to have families now. Right. But uh, you know, you might shoot a message here now. You know, it ain't, it ain't like I used to be. You know, you can't do the same thing you used to do, hang out and all that like that. Nah. Right. But we still, you know, I send a message to some of them here and there just to reconnect a little bit. Other than, mm-hmm. that, other than that, you know. So transitioning from from high school to, to college, like what was that like? You know, finally getting to high point, and like I said. Like you got a dog mentality, you you don't have any issue, you know, 
uh, going up against the best competition. So what was it like, you know, going from high school to the collegiate level? It's different, man. You're playing against grown men now. Mm-hmm. You're about you still a you're still a little little kid. You going you going to battle twenty one year olds, twenty two year olds. It's different. It's a different life. And you go from being the man on your high school team to sit at the end of the bench in college. Mm-hmm. You know you know how it goes. Because it's almost like it's like another all star team because yeah, the guys it, that you you're on the team with they were the best at their yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. So now you got like another collection of all star players on one team. So it's like you always got to you know. Go against the best it's every tough. day. It's tough. It was very, very humbling. You got to humble yourself because your first year, more than likely, you ain't going to play. So you're going to do much. And that's what happens. A lot of people break. They, they, don't, stay, they don't stick it out. They, they, they just tend to break. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. You go from being, like you said, you go from being at home, being the top dog, everybody loving you to – they don't even know your name. It's like you always start They don't even know your scratch. name. The people in the stand don't even know your name. Right. And that guy's – they don't like the way things going. They transfer. They can transfer quick. Yeah, it's crazy. Back then, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Transfer. You, if you transfer from D one, you going in AI. You going low. Mm-hmm. You going low. Oh seven, oh eight. You end up winning the uh, Big South uh, Player of the Year. What kind of? What did they feel like starting to get that, that type of notoriety um, for you? I won it two years back to back, and it was a blessing, man. It was. It was crazy, man. I I, I didn't think that I would. Be in that position, especially coming from where I came from, like a freshman not even playing, really wasn't supposed to be when it's supposed to be there. And I got lucky, got there, you know, wasn't recruited at all. And, you know, I got there and did I put the work in and paid mm-hmm. off. So so after that, um, was there any kind of talks of were you hearing any type of chatter of, you know, potentially working out, going to the NBA or was it like yeah, what I was had, like your I options? Had, I had six NBA workouts. Okay. It was it was very tough. It was very tough. Um, at the time, I couldn't shoot the way I could shoot the ball now, but uh, it was tough. That, that I mean, it was a lot of work. It was a lot, of, and I, that's why I look. That's why I look at those guys different, respect them different when they're making that money. Cause, boy, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. very tough. I think a lot of times as fans, you go to these games. And you just see these guys, you know, you just automatically expect like it's 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 simple because anybody can just go out there on the court and just shoot and play basketball. But it takes a different level of work and commitment. Yeah, you, you gotta know, have a different. IQ. Yeah, first of all, you gotta have a body for it. You gotta have athleticism. You gotta have a mind. You gotta have the strength. You know, will, desire. You can you can want to do it, but can you? Can your body do it? Mm-hmm. That's the hard thing. You might not be able to do it. And I seen some good players who who's good, but just can't get can't can't deliver it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. So, after college, you, you you go overseas, correct? What was what was like the overseas experience like, and how different was that that type of game? I mean, you gotta understand, you go to a country where you don't know nobody. Now there's another city. And you, imagine you feel like to Mother Beach, right? Say, how many people you know down there personally? Just a few people I went to college with, but not many. Yeah, they imagine say. going to another country you don't know a soul. You can't talk to nobody. You can't speak the language. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You, you only know how. That's to, what I want. Yeah. You don't know how to spend their money. You got to go on your phone and computer to figure out how, how much this money worth. Mm. It's different. You got you got now as a 22 year old, you got to make adjustments. You got to grow up fast because now you by yourself completely. Mm-hmm. You going over? The, you probably ain't never cooked for yourself. You had everything made for. Him. I went to high point, I had everything made for me in college. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going over there. Now I got to cook for myself every day. Figure out what I'm gonna eat. Like all that. Right. I'm a adult adult. Then I gotta practice. Then I gotta do this, do that, do this. 
then you gotta go to meetings and all this and medical testing. It, it was tough. Do they? I would imagine like when you get there, they kind of like help somebody. Like, is anybody like a chaperone or mentor that kind of like help, like helps you transition from like being in America all, to all, another? No, country? all the team got like a a do boy. I call it do boy, but like a like a manager. Mm -hmm. He make sure the player is good, but still he he gonna do bare minimum. To, like this is the grocery store. Like this is how you use your washing machine. This is how you turn the stove. Little shit like that. But it ain't no. Well, we'll hold your hand and walk you through this. No, 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 no. You might not see that man for another three, four days. Mm. It's tough. You gotta figure it out. It's different, man. It's very different, man. Is it? Was it hard being away from family? Like my first, my first year was my hardest year. After that, it was easy because I learned to love it. Making good money, having fun. I learned to love it. It was. It became a lifestyle, a way of life for me. Mm -hmm. How how often will you, are you usually going? Like when you overseas playing ball, like eight to ten months. Eight to ten months, and then you come back for a little bit. You know, yep. get back, get a little. Come back a little bit, spend all my money, go back and some more. <laughs> <laughs> Being in that position, you know, like you said, you know, you just watch your family, you know, work to survive, and now you you're making a living. Is it kind of like you were like the breadwinner to a certain degree when you you go over to overseas and then you come back home and, yeah, and I mean, see you doing well for yourself? Yeah, I mean, you know, your goal is always trying to make your mama happy. That was my goal, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and she, even though she never really asked me for nothing major, it's all small stuff. But you know, I felt like I made her proud, and that and that, that makes me happy. And no, I did that, you mm -hmm. know, because especially where we came from, renting houses, you know, light bill. Lights off, water's off, not enough food in the house, and now not that not we ain't got to worry about that no more. Me and my sister, my brother, we handle what we got to handle. Mm -hmm. So them days are behind us. We don't want to see them days no more. When you when you come back home now, what is how do people like reveal you now when you come back home? Like you know, of course you brought two state championships in, in basketball. You're overseas, um, doing well, and then you come back home. Like how do people like look at you now? When at you come first, home? I, I think up until. Up until last year, you know, the generations changed. People our age didn't know they knew who I was when I stood for on the court. The younger generation didn't. I think after playing that game last year, um, Blacksburg, it's a new, different kind of respect now. Mm -hmm. They 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 respected me because of what they heard of. They never saw me. So wow. now they saw me play. Now it's way different. I respect this. Oh, that's big on. Instead of just hearing about it. Like, there's a lot of good players I heard about. I heard about Steve Surratt. People you may not, you ain't gonna know him, but Peanut Smith. Uh, I never seen him. I respect him because I, I'm going off what people say. I didn't see it. It's a different thing to see it. Right. Like, like prime example, uh, Will Chamberlain. We didn't see that. We, we hear about it. it. Yeah. He's like, oh, he scored 100 points. But we don't give him the credit that's due because we didn't see it. You see what I'm saying? Right. You see yeah, a stat true. line. Stat line yeah, even when you talk about some of the greatest players, like a lot of people like leave out Wilt. You, 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 of course, you hear LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Right. We, those we, guys. Because that's man. what you saw. Right. But like my dad and them conversation different because they saw what they saw. Bird, Magic, all them guys. Mm -hmm. we, we didn't see that, though. I mean, we didn't understand it. Right. So, a little different. And now, you know, like I said back then, we didn't really have, like, social media like that of course it was a little bit of internet but it wasn't like an instagram or no. facebook back then so like i said you, you yeah had to yeah yeah aol and myspace yeah. <laughs> black planet exactly 
and you had to, you know, look at the news or look check the newspaper to see what somebody was right. doing. Now it's social media, so you could these guys, you just turn on your phone right. and you got access to pretty much anybody. You everybody. Could just type in somebody's name and whatever they doing you is got access. Gonna, gonna pop up. Do you ever feel like it was like a, bl- a blessing in disguise? You kind of missed that social media era though because of like the the celebrity that you had in that time and you know, the stuff that you had to battle on and off the court, do you feel like it was a blessing in disguise to kind of miss the, miss th- the social media era? Yeah, I think so. I think it was – social media is tough. Mm-hmm. It's rough. I mean, goodness. I, I don't know how LeBron do it. I don't got know. a clean image, yeah. Man, I don't know how to keep his mind so strong like that. Mm. Every day somebody talk about you? Every day. Every day you turn the TV on, they talk about LeBron. It can be them – Soccer season. Well, LeBron James, ain't, he only mm-hmm. got four championships. He ain't do that. Like, God dang. Yep. Like, every day? You know how mentally strong yeah. you got to be to handle that? But I, I think it helps him, too, because he, he has the right people surrounding him. So, even if he turns it off, like, these people, he has ears to, to what's going on in right. the media and everything. Right. So, right. Right. those people around him can kind of, like, shut off some of that. Of course, when you're a great player like that, one of the greatest ever, you – you already going to know to expect some type of criticism, right, right, like, regardless. Right, right. But every day? That's, yeah, it's an everyday thing. That's media, though. Yep. That's even that. even if he walk outside somewhere, somebody got a camera and holding it up to his face right. and putting him. Yeah, he always in a tough spot, in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. So do you do you still keep up with what's, what, what's going on in the NBA, or do you pretty yeah, well, much I, focus I, on? No, I, watch, I, I definitely watch the playoffs. It's the best playoffs I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I loved every game. Every series, every game was great. Loved yeah. it. Yeah, it was tough. Who who's like your favorite player to watch now? Like playing in the NBA, is it you got a play favorite player? I mean, you know, I'm a joint yard dog, man. People gonna like when I tell you, gonna like what, man? I, I'm a PJ Tucker fan, man. I like yeah, Tuck, Tuck. man. Tuck, I like that dog, man. I like man, dog. Hey, you can be getting Tuck fifty, man. Tuck gonna get a steal. Talk to you like you got two points. Tuck mm-hmm. he ain't gonna stop playing you hard. He gonna rouse you. He gonna beat up on you. He gonna do what he do. That's why he. That's why he thirty eight still in the league. Still in the league. Still, still starting. Still making good money. Yeah. Great money, actually. And he gonna spot up in the corner if yeah. you need him he to. He shoot that three in the corner. And, corner. and he's gonna he's gonna give you a bucket. So for you, have you have you started thinking about you know how many years have you been playing ball now? Like like professionally. Fifteen. Fifteen years. Have you ever started thinking about you know what life after basketball may look like, or you still still it, like? It, I'm, I'm in it now because I'm not going back over there. I'm not going back across that water. This I went last year. I'm not doing no more. It's over with. Hmm. Uh, life after basketball is. I got two little raccoons down there in Florida. My babies, Arizona and Phoenix. Hmm. That's life after basketball. I got to be a father, hmm. man. You know, and it's. I missed a lot. Right. So I mean, my son nine, my daughter six, and you know he's like I say he's taking to me crazy. Like I had him up here last week, two weeks, last week for two weeks, and. Everybody was like, dang, your boy love you. Like he's he called us he, he called me Lil Easy. He called himself Big Easy. Mm. Like like it's, it's Yeah, to the I, point. I saw um I saw a video, I think you posted on Facebook, like y'all were in the gym playing ball or something. He was working out with you. Uh Yeah, I made him so. play with the big people. Right. I made him play. He was scared to death. Scared by telling him son, Hey, this how you get better. I did it. Mm-hmm. And, and and like it was a it was a like I never forget that day. I never forget July ninth. I never forget July ninth, mm-hmm. cause that was the first time I played basketball with my son on the same team. Man. 
It was crazy, bro. That, it was crazy, man. Like he, and I'm looking at him. I'm, he got crossed over, dude. Lay him up. So I'm getting mad. So next time you come, I, <laughs> I blocked the shot. Yeah. So was was that kind of like one of those final decisions too? You know, finally being able to play ball with your son. It's kind of like it's time to you know stay home and you know help him and you know be a father. I, yeah, it, it, it was definitely. It, it, it's, it's a tough thing, man. You're leaving mm -hmm. some good money on the table, man. It's, it's tough, mm -hmm. but money can't money can't get that right. time back though. Exactly, and money, that's why money I said, can't get that time like back. I was saying before we started this, this conversation, it's like well, I brought my son with me. Now it's like, man, my son just turned nine a couple months ago. So I'm like, man, I gotta enjoy these moments and you, you know, gotta I, I enjoy bring them. with me because, like I said, it's gonna be a point in time where he, he might not want to. Hang with me no more. Right, right. right. It's, going, it's going to be a point in yeah. time. You know how it was. You were like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like that. He was like that. I started tagging along with my brother. We going right. out and everything. Bro. Like you hardly even speaking to your dad. But yeah, man, it's, it was it was it was due, man. It was time. You know, he's begging for my attention, asking me to train him, and you know, kind of I'm about to leave. Dad, can you stay? I'm like, yeah, it's hard. Man. Yeah. yeah, man, it got it got to beat me up mentally. I, I had I had to go back this past year to make sure I was completely done. I'm done. And then you just knew it, like I knew it. I knew was I, was, it? I was I was I was getting. I, I've been over there 14, 15 years. And I got homesick. Mm. I knew it was over. Mm. I got homesick. I knew it was time to go. Would you consider ever getting into the coaching space of basketball? Or? I'm a I train. I'm a, I do personal training, basketball, and uh, fitness. I try to help people stay in shape, and uh, I train the kids. You know, uh, try to get back. My goal is to build a gym in Gaffney. Mm. That's my. That's what I'm trying to get next. Trying to get a basketball court, have a league, personal training, all that. You know, all in one. What would what kind of advice would you give to young athletes today that um, strive to be in a position of like the position you're in, um, even to make it to the collegiate level? Like, what kind of advice would you give these young guys? Because clearly. You've accomplished a lot, and they can look at the, the state championships, playing uh, collegiate basketball, playing overseas. Like, what kind of advice would you have for these young guys now? Man, first thing first, man, be coachable. Listen, sometimes you ain't gotta have, you ain't gotta always talk back. Man, I see a lot of kids without discipline. You know, to try to do the right thing, man. Like, it's gonna be a process. You are gonna get frustrated. Be respectful. Use your manners. That can take you a long way. Mm -hmm. It's little stuff, and then like we look back, like damn, I can't believe I did that when I was young. You know what I'm saying? Like, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, put the work in. It's gonna be hard. Anything worth making that damn dollar, gonna be hard. Mm -hmm. I ain't never seen one easy dollar. I ain't never seen one dollar that was easy that you work for. Everything you work for, you want it. You gotta go get it. Ain't nobody giving you nothing. Right. Them giving days when you when you, after you get done to high school, them giving days are completely it's done. Way. Yep, you done. I had my 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 middle school and high school coach, Coach Robinson. He coached me in football and basketball um, when I was in school. I had him on last weekend. We you know when he was talking about you know advice to kids was also just you know appreciating that moment that you're in because it's like almost like when you when you're in that moment especially as a kid when 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 older people t adults try to tell you something you don't really want to take it in because you think they're just trying to be hard on you but they know but they know they know mm -hmm. they know everything everything they're telling us they didn't been through it like at the time you don't understand that but now you got your own kids you're like damn 
Man, my mom used to tell me the same thing. My daddy tell me the same yep. thing. You be like, what do you, you tell your son, what do you get big? I tell my son, what do, what do you have kids? Same thing our parents said. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. Yep. You be like, God dang, I won't listen to none of that. And they were right. Mm-hmm. They were right. I mean, so it's our job to instill it in our kids. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, instilling that in your kids, you know, like you said, your parents could only teach you what you uh, knew, and you wish they would have taught you about, like, the importance of credit. Like, what's what's a financial uh a uh, lesson that you learn, you know, being a professional and, you know, being on your own as an adult. Like, what's a financial lesson that you learn um, about um, uh, financial lesson just overall? You know, as an African-American black man, you ain't never had nothing. So when you mm-hmm. get something, what you going to do with that money? You going to spend it. You don't, <laughs> you know, like I say, they, they don't, don't know, you don't know how to save. Right. All you know how to spend. But you learn how to save because when you hit that – Hit ground zero, you, man, I don't like mm-hmm. this. So next time you get you some money, you're going to try to hold on to it a little better. I mean, Did you learn? Was that a lesson you learned the hard way when you first? Oh, my first made, five years. I, my first five years, I knew I was spending all my money. Every, <laughs> time, every time I came home, I knew I was going back about, about $1,000 in my pocket. I go spend all my money. Go back. God dang, I, I spent that. Mm. But, but you got to grow. You got to grow from it. You learn, you're you going to spend money, you're going to make money, you're going to come and go. But now at this point of stage in your life, you, gotta, you better make a stay. You better sit down somewhere. You can't do the same thing you do. Spend thousands at the club. Shit, fuck that. Absolutely. I ain't doing that. If you could give yourself a, a lesson, you know, looking back, if you could talk to the younger AZ, like, what would you tell yourself? Be more respectful. Be more respectful, man. Be more respectful. That's, that's what I'm saying. Be more respectful and listen. You got to listen. You don't know everything. You listen. Because at that age, at that 17, 18, you know everything. Can't nobody right. tell you nothing? Who can tell you something at 18? You ain't hearing that. You think you're grown. You think you got all the answers. I have a nephew right now doing the same thing. Think you got all the answers. You're wrong as hell. Right. It's like that. Well, my thing, it should be, well, it should be, but, you know, like I said, we're, we're young kids now when they, they have access to everything on social media. Um, a lot of them do feel like they can get everything they need to know from the internet. But, you know, if they look at you and see what you accomplished and like do they do they do your family members or like your nephews and people, do they understand like how good you really were? Like uh, still are like they, they 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 do but they don't. This generation different. They do but they don't. You know what I'm saying? They they they, they know I'm good in basketball. But they don't know the kind of work I put in. They don't know. They don't know how I got this good. They think, oh, they just good. No, it don't work like that. <laughs> it's a lot of, a lot of broken bones. A lot of days I want to quit. Mm. I just didn't. I kept going. We got a got a few more questions, <clears throat> and then we'll get ready to wrap it up. Next weekend we got an upcoming game. Um, the the Gaffney versus Spumberg game. Talk a little bit about that game and how how did it actually come about. First of all, shout out to ANK Promotions, man. Zoe Webb, Key Webber, man. The boy made it happen. They had it uh, last summer. They that was the first one that Zoe put together. You know, he came to me and LJ about it. And first it was all fun and games. Then shit, two weeks later, if you know Zoe, you know he got a plan. You know what I'm saying? So he uh, put it together. You know, and we're gonna keep going, but. Uh, this year is gonna be good Spomberg. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, very interesting. I look forward to it. A lot of guys I looked up to growing up. 
uh, Jamal Brown, Zion White, Nuke Stevenson, just to mention, uh, the point guard, Tony Ballinger, a uh, couple of them guys. And even I think they said, was it uh, – Zakori Robinson, Z Man, Z Man, uh, they're, younger, they're younger than me. Yeah, they, yeah, they. Uh, he was, he was nice too in high school. They actually, they got robbed when they played Somerville. Yeah, he hit that, they, hit that they, shot. They, yeah, yeah, they got robbed that time, but yeah, but them boys, them boys, uh, young boys over there, they got some good players. It's gonna be interesting, man. Look, look forward to it. So in, in the past, it's always been just Gaffney against Gaffney versus Gaffney in the past. It ain't really. It, I don't know. See, that was my first one playing last summer. We played old school Gaffney, thirty and up. Against thirty and down, old school, new school game. Okay. So, yeah, oh yeah, um, can't forget about the goat, man. You can't forget about LJ. Now that's the goat. You gotta yeah. throw him in that list. That's the goat of high school basketball around here. See, he yeah, uh, forty. I was gonna ask you. So he, so I graduated twenty ten. I think LJ was a few years after me. But like I said, when when Khalid came up here and, and they was talking about the game because he played at Spartanburg, I think he's gonna be in the game as well. And he was like, man, LJ was a problem. Like, that was like LJ was just a bucket back then. Um, but I want to ask you as far as like, you know, ranking these guys. So you say he's the the best Gaffney basketball player, would you say? He's the best in the upstate. In the upstate? Who else can you put in front of him? He averaged 40. He, you averaged 40. 40. That's crazy. How, who, how can you argue with yeah, that? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, Cut it how you want to cut it. Who, who, who can you put in front of that? Give me one name that you put in the upstate in front of that. Let's th- go. Think hard. I don't know. 40. Not, not he scored 40 in the game. He averaged 40. <laughs> That's- you averaged 40 points, man. You know, you, you, listen. But he, I, I'm not going to knock him because he he's a great player in high school. But did he – and I don't know, did he play with another guy of like like you had you and Sydney because so you know y'all couldn't average forty because of we, how, and you had uh what's what's the other guy that Donald played Sims? With Sims, yeah. So I had like a three headed monster at, at one point of time. You can't control not taking nothing away from LJ now. Don't give I'm not don't don't you get me wrong with that. He, he can't, he's great. You can't control who he play against. He right. can't control his age. Mm-hmm. That's true. He can't control that. that that's out of his control. He control what he can control. What he can control is who he play against. Who yep. uh, is he gonna play? Yep. You can't control. You can't say what if y'all. No, you can't. You, can, you yep, can't. That's true. Here's forty. I mean, forty is forty. That's, I don't that's get. Tough. I, don't, I mean, the, yeah. the score forty is hard. The average the forty average is 40. even that's, harder. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, that, man, that, that, that's unreal, man. I played against. Uh, so my junior year, I played with Devin Booker. I remember when, when we played Gaffney. Devin, Gap, Devin oh, Booker, not Trevor. Oh, oh. Trevor, the oldest brother that played at Clemson. Well, I thought you were talking about Book from Phoenix. I was saying, no, 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 Jesus. no, no. Oh, you no. talking about okay? Devin Booker okay. from Union. Yeah, gotcha. so me and gotcha. him played together. Uh, he was my junior year. He was a senior, and uh, I remember the, the guy we played against was Josh Corey, and Josh was Corey monster. Yeah, Pete. Pete had he was Corey. a shooter. He had Corey. He was a shooter. Still is. Yeah. Josh Corey tough to deal with, man. Is he is he showing up next week? Yeah, or? Josh Blaine. Josh Blaine. It's going to be, man, it's going to be That's a dog fight, man. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I was going to ask you, well, before I even get to that point about the game, like, so just kind of sticking with the LJ point, if you had to rank, like, the the best players that came through Gaffney in basketball, like, how how would you rank them? Oh, one or two. LJ Peak is one. Josh Corey is two. Then everybody else getting in line. So you and Sydney get in line. Get in line. Yeah, cause how, Mr. Basketball. How can you argue with that? You got two Mr. Basketball. So 
how can you argue? You can't argue. That's why I try to tell people at home. They're like, who you think the best? I said, Pete Vaughn the best. Nothing to talk about. Josh Corey is too. Oh, how you put Josh up there in front of your rice? Did me see him get Mr. Basketball? So how you got can you argue with yeah. that? I ain't, you, can't argue. You can't you hey, can't. I ain't I those, look, man, I I'm the, I, I, I respect titles. That's that's Josh got a title. Yeah, Josh got a title. He went twice, he lost one, won one, but Yeah, I think my senior year they might have won twenty ten. But you understand, you got Mr. Basketball though. Mr. Basketball, yeah. I mean, that's individual. That, that that's the best in the state. Yeah, that's tough. He he was cold. Like I don't, the thing when people watch this interview, I don't want them to think that I'm taking away from LJ because he's definitely like great. Forty man. Yeah. Forty. That's I, tough. I, tough. That's t- man. Forty. <laughs> the average. And, and and that's the thing. Like people. Once again, the same thing happened with me and LJ at the crib. Man, LJ ten years younger than me. Ten years younger, and they try to make it well. I really don't like Pete because man, come on, man, that's my young boy, man. Right. That's insane. And, and people man. forget, like they, they don't know how to take me. Like I'm a dog, twenty four seven. Ain't no in between. If I play LJ, even though I love him to death, that's my young boy. You're gonna go at him. I'm going at his ass. Right. If I play my son, I'm busting his tail. I if I play my mama, jump out here, mama, knock you on the damn <laughs> ground. Take it how you want. I ain't no AZ gonna play. Nope. Mm. This way. This is how I'm playing. Simple. How do you think? If you give me your prediction, uh, Spumberg, Gaffney, like, what's your what's your outcome of the game, and what, what do you what you plan on doing? Man, you know game? what I'm saying. You know I'm coming, man. You know I think I'm gonna win this game. Who, who, who why, what? If I'm if I think I'm gonna lose, why should I play? I'm a competitor. Mm-hmm. I know they gonna come guns blazing. We come guns blazing. Shit, I just want a good game, but it's gonna be a war. Yeah, and it's gonna be is- a war. July 27th? 29th. 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 Okay. Uh, where is it? Gabney High School. Gabney High School. It's going to be. It's going to be a war. Be I look forward I'm, to I'm it, man. Forward I look forward to it, to it man. Uh, <laughs> but it's just Spumberg High School. It's not just Spumberg, Dorman, nothing like it. It's just Spumberg. I mean, Gaffney and Spumberg High School. It's just Gaffney and Spumberg. The rules were each team get eight old school players over 30. And two two new schools on the thirty, mm-hmm. give or take. How, how was that? You know, putting the team together was it? Did y'all kind of get some kind of backlash? Well, some guys might have felt like they was being left off the team, or like how was that? Of when course, it came to, like, I mean because I mean even Spumberg had a problem. They had a problem with. I ain't got no problem with my end because they already know like this is what I'm going with. I ain't no, I ain't no arguing with, with my team or none of that. I mean, we had, you know, some things had to get adjusted because I know Spumberg, you know, they're a bigger school than us. So, I mean, they had to, we had to make some adjustments for them and they made, they, they're going to make, they're going to make adjustments for us too. So, to tweak it a little bit. But I want to make, I, at first I want to be 30 and up all old school versus old school. Okay. Then I said, let's put these young guys in here because it makes the game faster and more interesting. Mm-hmm. You got Khalid, you got Pete, you got Uzaka, oh, I don't know how to say his name, but Dawkins. You got Trey Dawkins on our end. Uh, I think they got one more. Isaac Sims, we got Mystical Tate. So, I mean, it's going to be. You got three, three, you got six young players that's going to yeah. make the game even tougher. And it's going to be interesting, too, because, like I said, a lot of the, the younger guys, they didn't get a chance to, like, really 
see y'all play. They knew a little bit about y'all. They heard about y'all and what y'all did for um, Gaffney. So now they get to go up against y'all. So right, that, right. that's that's gonna be the fun part. I, I said, I like I said, I respect all, I respect every player, man. I like the young boys. I'm a fan of all the young boys coming up, up and play, up and coming hoopers. If I can help them any kind of way, working out or advice or whatever the case may be, I'm open on it. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. know them like a, like, and I don't want people to think because how I'm about to come out here and play this game that I don't like them. At, in them 40 minutes, I don't like you. Right. If, you ain't, if you ain't got that same jersey I got on, hey, hey, my boy, <laughs> whatever yeah, gonna happen, gonna happen. Yeah, and it's gonna be fun, man. Like I said, I I seen a little bit of L. LJ play. I went against Josh Corey. I watched. Um, I covered a couple of the games with with uh, the ECBL, so I had a chance to you know watch watch Khalid play for Spumberg. Like I was saying, like he like a slim guy, really quiet. Don't say much, but if he catch you lacking up under the rim, yeah, he dunk it. Dunk, yeah, dunk it. He, so it's, man, it's gonna be fun, man. Um, before we get out of here, though, uh, I want to say thank you, man. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down, you know, to to share your journey. Um, the, the last thing I love to ask everybody on the Cross Line podcast, um, when I'm traveling, interviewing entrepreneurs, um, having athletes come on, is like, what does self investment mean to you? Self investment, ooh, good one. Self investment mean having a clear mind for me, uh, investing in things that you love, uh, believing in what you believe in, stick to your morals, try to be a good person. Uh, you know that pays off to be a good person. You know, you know, I always treat everybody with respect, and uh, just be a genuine person. Don't don't let nobody break you. You're gonna run through a lot of a lot of things in life. You're gonna it's gonna have a lot of ups and downs, but don't let it break. You might you can be in, but don't break, because that's what the devil wants you to do is break. Absolutely. So you stand you stand strong even when it gets tough. You're gonna you're gonna hate you're gonna hate what you do some days. You're gonna love what you do some days, but regardless, stick to it. I got one other thing I, I want to ask you. You know, when we, we talk about all-time great players, and I had some people, you know, that wanted me to ask this question as well. Um, just going back to, you know, back to your playing days, and, you know, we, we, we mentioned Sidney Rice earlier. You can talk about these all-time great athletes. Well, well, first of all, what's what's one of your great debates that you've probably seen in that group online uh, as far as, like, the sports debates, whether it's teens or greatest athletes? Like, what's one of your uh, debates? Overall athlete, mm-hmm. I mean, then Alshon Jeffers get Mr. Basketball and Mr. Football. Mm, I'm not sure. Did he? I he think got, he did. Got. I think he did. So I mean, for me, that's clear cut. I mean, when you get the accolades, man, it, it's and tough. That's so. I, that's what I was gonna ask you. Is part of like that all-time great athlete, but. Keeping it strictly to, like, the high school level, we get we get what guys did in the collegiate level and in college. I mean, in the professionals, but like strictly as, as high school, you know, we were talking about it. Uh, it's one of the greatest athletes probably ever through to come through the state. Roscoe was Roscoe Cross. Yeah, and I, I was gonna ask you. So, from a from a football player standpoint, and then overall, like, I kind of got an idea where you probably gonna go, and I can't knock you for it. If you had to choose between Sidney Rice or Roscoe and football. If you're talking about a complete football player, Roscoe was better overall. I think, no. man, you understand, Roscoe returned punts. Roscoe played, played safety. Deep. They he played did everything. Yeah, Rice was a everything. receiver. Rice didn't, Rice didn't do, Rice would jump over your head. 
mm-hmm. you know, receiver strictly. You know, Roscoe played everything on the field. It was everything. Like he, he definitely, for me, that I seen best all around. All around football player? Ro- Roscoe? Yeah. Yeah. He was, I was going to ask you. That's why I was going. I, that's why I was going. I was like, it's one thing to talk about the best maybe in like the history of a school, but Roscoe probably was like, I mean, I don't know. Might, if he I, might be in the conversation the I best mean, ever. I like, mean, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you somebody don't get no credit, man. Who I think the best receiver was in Gaffney, hmm. Quinshaw Davis from North Carolina. He went to North Carolina, yeah. I think, I think Quinshaw was the best. I, I mean, it's one A, one B. But I mm-hmm. think for me, just just watching what I seen, and like I'm big, I'm a big Rice fan. But Quinshaw did some unbelievable. He was tough. I mean, he he had a he had crazy numbers yeah. too on top of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, Rice got missed football. It's tough, hard to argue. It's hard. It's it's hard to. I mean, it's hard. I mean, Quinshaw got the stats better than right, but shit, did he get missed football? He lost. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. But man, it's you can't argue with the accolades. But like, so but you seen seen him seen him up close and personal. I seen him up close and personal. But like I said, man. Overall, though, I I think I might. It's hard to argue go against Roscoe though. I think he overall Roscoe number one. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Overall, I mean, Overall. I, I, don't, I don't see nobody. I mean, because either they was a running back or they was just a receiver or quarterback. They want no. Roscoe did everything. He did everything. He did everything. And now, he, I know you're being biased too because you're from that area. But I'm from Jonesville. But no, listen, this thing. Hey, he's biased. No, I'm from Jonesville. I'm from Jonesville. But you right there beside us. But anytime you go to the town, if you ever mention the best football player, the first guy they're going to mention, you can't mention Union without mentioning Roscoe. Oh yeah, he, you're right. That, Roscoe, that was it. Roscoe Williams. If you like, if you go into the back of the locker rooms where we have like the state championship teams, so we have like three state championship pictures back there, um, and then it's like a, at the top of the walls, like these accolades with players, everything they accomplished on a on a plaque. You might see three, four, five athletes on one one plaque. Roscoe had a whole entire plaque by himself, and then he had another one right beside it with everything that he accomplished, football. Baseball, baseball and it, most people say he was better in baseball Damn, than he was. I forgot about that. Yeah, he. Uh, I think. I think he signed with. Uh, I want to say it might have been the Kansas City Royals. Somebody he signed with, but they was like, man, Roscoe was even. Yeah, Roscoe. Some was. people say he might have been better mm-hmm. at baseball mm-hmm. than he was in football. Mm-hmm. But but when you mention Union County football, Roscoe was like the, the standard. So who, was, you think, who you think the best with basketball? Best in basketball. Man, that's hard. Man, I don't know. That's a hard one. I can say, man, you can even say, you can say Zion if you wanted to. Zion. Williamson. If you wanted to put him in the conversation, like, how can you argue with him being the best high school basketball player, even though he played at Spartanburg Day? I mean, he was... Those skills translated over to to Duke. No, we to my high school. We ain't talking about. We ain't talking about after. We to my high school. High school. Zion was still like. So I'm I going with my boy. Y'all going with Pete? Yeah. I don't know. I got to go with Pete. I was at the game. Well, I was covering the game when they when uh, Spumberg Day came to the. Uh, it was a Farm Bureau um, Christmas tournament at Dorman. I was actually there covering the covering the uh, tournament. That was the first time I ever seen teams triple team one guy so yeah. you got you got teams that were coming from Florida and all over the country coming to this tournament over at Dorman I know I've never seen anybody get triple team like as soon as he brought the ball up past half court they triple teamed him because he was just that dumb oh no Zion, and, and it wasn't real. like he was playing against these private schools 
Like he was playing against yeah. some some of the top athletes around the country. So, I mean, just on the high school level, man, it's Zion like said, I forgot about Zion. Though. Yeah, that's that's tough. I but forgot, I, mean, I forgot about Zion. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 we're talking about regular people though. Regular people. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about regular people. Hey man, uh, we talking about regular people. I get what you're saying. Zion, I, Zion was tough. Zion. I, I never. That was the first time I ever seen. And I played with with Devin Booker, who was a great high school player too. But I never seen anybody where they triple teamed him. As soon as he crossed, like you leaving two other people open just Wide because open. you want to stop him. And it's like, man, I, I never seen anything like this. So you can say Zion, you can say Pete. Um, That's tough, bro. Yeah, it is. And I see you don't really like to put your name in that conversation. It, it, it ain't in that. <laughs> it ain't. No, it, it, no, it's not. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> How? I get it. I mean, I, like I say, I'm a, I'm a realist. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the game. Yeah, I get that. But, but you, but you know, just like. Peak is like the standard at, at no. game. That was, that was it. Man, man, they need to get boy. They need to put a jersey up there now. What, what, what you waiting on? Yeah. Did they? Well, did they retire? No, nah, they don't. No, nah, they ain't, I don't know. I, don't I was know. gonna ask because that was. Gary and did. I don't, I don't think Gary retired jerseys. That, that we don't crazy. do. Yeah, that, that is. For what for what y'all did in, at that time. That, that is. It's crazy. In that man. long drought, like I said, I, when I looked at it, it said 1949, and then when y'all won in 03. 04, and then I know y'all graduated and they won again right. after that. But y'all, y'all were the first to, you know, y'all set that standard right there for that dynasty. Like when y'all won back to back, they should. I think that I think they was planning on doing it, but they ain't did it. But, but for sure, Pete got to go up there. Yeah, he got to. Off the muscle, man. Come on, yeah, man. That, like I say, I'm like I say, man. Average forty. Yep. And, and like I said, just so people <laughs> watching this, we're talking strictly. High school. high school. We're not talking about college or pros. This talking is just strictly high school, strictly basketball. high school basketball. I mean, you say what you want to say, cut out. You want to cut it. Forty is forty. Yeah, average. It's hard that. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I don't care if you playing against seven eighth graders. You go out there and try to get forty points a game on seven eighth graders. Yeah, it ain't like you playing like a full NBA. You still playing balls? Yeah, playing balls. So I mean, you know. Some good players. But yeah, man. but I had to ask you that though, man, because I, I love having these like. Not too often that I always get a chance to, you know, have sports debates because, like I said, we're interviewing a lot of entrepreneurs. Right. But when we, when I have athletes come on, man, I love to like have these like uh, Debate. sports debates yeah. about like who's the best player and like in these eras. And so I definitely had to ask you about, like we said, we're talking about just high school ath- high school athlete overall. I probably I probably put Roscoe um, receiver. I'm gonna still say Roscoe. You say basketball, probably go. Zion, um, Peak, you can't argue with that either. No, you got to go um, Zion first. Best player I played with in high school was Devin Booker, but, you know, I still say you go Zion, Peak. Josh Corey was just, when we were playing, like, he was he was a problem for us. What you see him? You wait till we see him. He's still, he still up. Shit, money. That, that jump shot, man. Shit, it money. was crazy. Like, this dude, dude man, I think he might have gave us 40 or close to it one time I when we played. I don't doubt it. He was... Like, bro, like, Josh, man, man, nigga look good. Nigga moving good out here, bro. Well, we, we moving See, good. See, already. We, 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 moving, <laughs> we moving good. Man, I got. I think I'm going to have to show up for the game. Man, come on to the game, I'm man. Everybody come on to the game. Come and check us out. July 29th, Gagney High School, girls game at 2. So the girls are playing, too. We're playing Gagney Old School Girls against um, Gagney New School Girls. Okay, okay. Uh, boys at Boys at five against Spartanburg. Then we gonna have a uh, big Mike from making a band singing. Uh, 
uh, intermission. We got Earl Vernon doing the national anthem. Uh, we got the Gaffney High School cheerleaders and Ewing Middle School and Gaffney Middle School cheerleaders performing. Man, this is going to be a special event, man. Oh, then uh, before uh, A&K Promotions as well, uh, he's over all this. He having, uh, for the kids, uh, 400 book bags, uh, free food, bouncy houses, Fun and games before the game starts at uh, start at eleven to one thirty. So you bring your kids, you know, your book bags and school supplies. Come on out, everybody enjoy. After then, I know for the for the adults after party, it's gonna be at Universal. Uh, come on, have fun. Hopefully, everybody' emotions will calm down by the time, because I know it's gonna be a lot of trash talk from the players. From, it the, is. from the fans, it is. It is. man, I already know how it is. People get sports to bring out a lot of emotions. Yeah, people, man. yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely but we, but we, we, we just like we, like we talked about. It. It's for the culture, man. It's for the culture, man. Absolutely. We doing, we doing to have fun. We, we gonna mess up a good thing. Absolutely. I, I know our people gonna do what's right. We are gonna do it right. We gonna have a good evening. We are gonna have a great event. We are gonna have fun. We are gonna trash talk. We gonna everybody will go home safe. Absolutely, and I, I love it because, like I said. I always wanted something to, you know, like a lot of times, like when guys finish playing ball in high school, it's like sometimes we almost forget about what these athletes did for us in high school and we forget about them once they move on to, you know, the next level of college or whatever it is. Right. Like a lot of times it's like we almost don't celebrate these guys enough. Right. So, so I love the fact that we get a chance, you know, celebrate all of you guys, what y'all did for the upstate, just putting the upstate on the map, period. Right. Right. Just from, from, like I said, from Broome to Dorman, Burns, uh, like I said, Gaffney, Union, like all of these schools, like y'all, y'all all help you know make the upstate what it was. So I appreciate y'all for that. Um, but thank you again. I really enjoyed this. Az enjoyed the, the sports debate, um, and I like the way you were just transparent, you were honest about your journey, you, you, you're objective when it comes to sports. Right, like you gonna right. give your honest opinion. So right. I appreciate that as well. Um, before we get out of here, I'm gonna let you give the last word of advice to you know anybody watching this episode. Hey man, let's stick together, support each other, uh, come together, man. Quit all the nonsense, you know. Uh, you gotta, and it's about the youth, fathers. If you got kids, get in their lives, man. Especially young boys, they need you now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way the world going, we gotta step up and do what we gotta do. Absolutely. So, AZ, thank you again for this episode. Um, I appreciate it. Like I said, it was thank you for everything you've done for the Upstate and how you contributed to it. Thank you for what you're doing in the community now. So, hopefully, everybody enjoyed this episode of the Cross the Line Podcast. Till next time, keep chasing your dreams. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me, bro. Yep.